Silent Green is people! Hi, this is Bob Muir. And this is Amy Below. And this is the Bob Muir and the Amy Below podcast. We're unfortunately sad. This is the man that knew technical difficulties that seem to be hiring us forever and ever, despite the fact of Scotty's assurance that everything had been fixed. Don't look at me like that. No, I'm not it's looking not- at you. I'm not, I'm not even talking to you anymore, okay? You understand? At some point, we really should start uh, paying somebody for that. Mm. Maybe we can find someone better than Scotty. Yeah. Uh, not you, too. Et tu, brute. Et tu, brute. So anyway. Et tu, brute. Et tu, brute. <laughs> Makey Scottish get quote, quote, and, quote and Shakespeare to me. I don't need. Uh, so anyway, well, Happy New Year. How was the New Year's for you? Uh, how, it was very good. How was life treating you as the uh, as the father of two? Uh, it was uh, well. Um, it's it's very good. It's definitely uh, it, it's a challenge, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Carrie gets back to work on Monday, so that's going to be exciting for her. Okay, so she's uh, like, she's. I mean, she she worked from does she work from home or she she works from home. But a friend of us, a friend of ours, uh, is going to be watching the baby oh. so during the day. So that's that's going to be fine. Oh, okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah, we're very lucky. We got we got a very uh, very good friend of ours to uh, to say that they do it. So. Oh, all right. Well, that is that is good. I uh, that's good to hear. Um, so anyway, uh, and okay, as I said in the the silly little mini episode, Happy New Year. We're here. We're back. We're not all the way back, but we're partially back. And damn it, that's that's good enough. For Every the we're close enough. Yeah, we're close Every enough. truck can haul a let's, trailer. Let's not go too far too not fast. Everyone. Yeah. Can say yeah. the it is 2015, and I am, I am just. I'm, I'm still putting 14 on everything. It's I'm, really I'm kind of. In, yeah, I'm still, uh, still doing that myself. It's just like, what are you? Hello, hello, hello. How did that happen? Yes, yes. So, um, anyway, so, uh, um, I was a quiet New Year's for me. Uh, sort of like, and kind of like, lagged the end of the year, which was just kind of a pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, I was doing uh, I was doing a podcast promo uh, on another person's podcast yeah. on New Year's Eve. Oh, all right. Um, oh. It was on uh, Life Improvement Radio. Yeah. it's a internet radio. It had about eight thousand listeners that night. Oh my so, God, uh, so. <laughs> we did a I did a couple uh, Bob Muir and the Amy Bullet songs, and we talked about the podcast a little bit. Oh. And uh, oh. even though it was like a four hour podcast, I think we were only actually talking for maybe twenty twenty five minutes. The rest of it was music. All right. To make everyone who is listening's night go really well. All right. So, what is the podcast again it's for for our twelve listeners? Uh, <laughs> um, it was it was uh, lifeimprovement dot com. Uh, it was Nathan Doherty's uh, show. I, f- I forget the title of it at the moment, but it, it is lifeimprovementradio.com. dot com. Okay. So, if you went to that site, uh, you'd be able probably to hear the the digital archive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the show itself is very good. He does it. I think he does it every one or two weeks. Oh, great. Uh, and it's definitely worth a listen. So for all of you who enjoy listening to internet radio, that would be a good place to go. Okay, great. That's that's my plug for him. That's for the a plug. Week. Terrific. Well, that's that's it. I understand you. Before we were we're, um, we're going off with um, we, we you don't have any. You're working as a teacher too, so you're kind of like busy as heck. And then with all I am, and, and I for the first time in over a year, I have absolutely no shows going on. Yes, yes, you like. Nothing. I don't know what quite to do with myself. But then again, my teaching, my last semester of teaching classes mm. starts next week. So that plus full time teaching, full time teaching, which will hopefully, probably, hopefully, will prevent 
you from uh, basically as you're handing out the handing out the tests to the uh, to the students, going luck be a lady tonight. <laughs> uh, well, that hasn't stopped me so far. I, st- I started the class the other morning by saying, "Oh, what a beautiful morning from Oklahoma," and they were all looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> well, I've, I've actually the thing is, how old? What are you, what ages are you teaching? What are you, what are you teaching? Um, teaching? Eighth grade. I have. Five eighth grade classes and one sixth grade class. Yeah, you, you gotta keep them off balance. They're just they're, yeah, <laughs> it's you know yeah. yeah they, they they like it if things are are changed up. They they like enjoying class. So yeah. the more you can get them to enjoy class, the more involved they are, mm-hmm. and that's always good. I'm wearing a wig on on uh, Monday, which they're gonna enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because we're doing a mock Continental Congress. All right. So because of that, I'm I'm wearing a wig since I'm George Washington. Ah, so okay. I'll have the the colonial white powdered wig on. Okay, you're not going to take your teeth out for that. Uh, no, no, because that would hurt. <laughs> yeah, so then, then you have to put them back in again, and it's just not the same. I, I did explain to all of them that they have to realize that I probably have ivory teeth. Mm-hmm. Yes, not wooden teeth, not ivory. Not wooden, no, because he he was rich. He was rich. Yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> the things the things you is yeah. His house had a title. Yeah, his house had a title. Yes, yes. When your house has a title and not an address. Yeah, when it's Mount Vernon. Rich. Yeah, when it's that's rich and it's like yeah, have you have, you must have been to Mount Vernon at some point in your life. I have. It's very nice. It's, it's huge. It's very nice. <laughs> I wanted to see where the whiskey distillery was, but they did not show that on the tour. No, no, nor. Nor he apparently separated out the marijuana plants, the hemp plants. Yes, they they didn't show <laughs> they that didn't either. Show that either. Apparently, I understand doing that, separating the the hemp plants. Apparently, are are a male and female in. They don't have. It's not like regular, more right. typical plants. They are either male plant or female plant, as opposed to who are the maphrodite of normal plants. Well, I did explain to my class that he did brew whiskey, but yeah. I, I didn't talk about the, the marijuana because it's Florida. You don't want them, you know, because they haven't they haven't legalized it down there, or at least even if they did, yeah. it's, it's you know not, you, not, what, you, not what you want to do. Yeah, we can't we can't pretend in history that that uh, alcohol didn't exist because it's so prevalent, and we're about to talk about the whiskey rebellion. Yeah. So, so it's a you can say he yes. brewed whiskey. Yeah. That's fine because it's a weird kind of. Uh, Really, he brewed whiskey. Well, you know, right. Like... So, uh, but you, but yeah, the hemp plants you kind of yeah. you, you kind of just delete that. Yeah, one. actually, if, if memory serves, it's actually before the revolution, rum was the tote of choice among the yes. colonies. Yeah, that uh, it was. You know, they would they would in a in, a pun- in punch form, which I gather is basically you take warm water and you throw sugar and lemon in it and just you know, right. and then you suck it down by the. Gallant, because boy, did they just well the water. They didn't, they didn't drink water back in those days. They would just no. You know, the water would make you sick. Yeah, so they just. I mean, you don't know what pooped in the river upstream. You, you know, know what I mean? Every now and then, there's a body of a dead deer floating by. It's like uh, exactly. No, it's like, uh, and they used they used rivers as sewers. I mean, that was it. Everything just got dumped in the river, and exactly. so you were not safe drinking the water. Uh, so if you wanted to drink water, you throw a little rum in it, you'll be fine. Yeah, you know, because it'll kill all well, the bacteria. You boil the, wa- you boil the, you know, you boil the water. You throw the rum in. You throw some sugar in. You throw some sugar and squeeze a lemon, or something. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that makes it taste better. And that makes it taste better. Not only that, it's also you know, rum's kind of a strong drink. So if you want to guzzle it, you kind of like dilute it a little bit. So you're just able to suck it down as fast as possible. But with the revolution, of course, what happened is that rum shipments, which were coming from the Caribbean, because rum is made from sugarcane, uh, fermented sugarcane, and, and, and is aged for about a week and a half, 
uh, <laughs> or, yeah. or it can be it can be aged longer. The uh, there is a Haitian rum which is like aged for ten years or actually twenty. There's one that's actually aged for twenty five. It's like they're actually Haiti's really only aside from uh, you know terribly underpaid people sewing clothes. Uh, their only really main source of income is actually exporting this rum. Which actually, the 25-year-old rum is apparently bad luck to mix with coke. It's not a good, right. It's not good. You, you, that's actually would yes. That's, don't don't mix 25-year-old rum with you know cocaine oh, or or Coca-Cola, or Coca-Cola, which I think is where you were going. Yeah, which with was that, going right? with Coca-Cola. It's not a Cuba. You don't make a Cuba Libre with 25-year-old rum. It's actually also apparently it's they say it's bad luck and this is actually Haiti the, the the land of voodoo so let's just not don't mess with that on the other wait are you saying that i shouldn't make a a uh, whiskey and coke with blue no well if you want to do that i mean you're <laughs> stupid but, <laughs> it would be stupid it doesn't make sense it's not good luck it's just dumb right. it's not bad luck it's just dumb there's exactly a, there's a difference there so <clears throat> they just you sir have hit the nail right on the head so then they congratulations so, so what so what the americans you know with that spirit of can-do entrepreneur, you know that can-do spirit. With uh, when when rum was shut off, they basically just said, you know, actually, if we just take this grain and like ferment it and boil it, and you know, I mean, we'll let it, we'll let it, you know, we can let it, uh, you know, we can let it sit for a week or so, and then we drink it, you know. So whiskey became the uh, whiskey became the, uh, the the pot, actually bourbon, which I think they've referred to uh, bourbon whiskey became the uh, the tote of choice. And also, people started making, or it was rye whiskey and whiskey. Bourbon is like half has to be half corn. This lesson on alcoholism has been brought to you <laughs> by Bob. You're in the enemy Bob, below. Bob, you're in the enemy. Get tanked tonight. Get tanked tonight. Know you're drinking. If you don't, <laughs> be informed about what you're throwing down your throat. Okay. Understand, don't mix all your shit together. You know understand, what I mean? so, understand, and appreciate the history of what is going to make you wake up with a tattoo. Just yes. <laughs> that's all we ask. You know, we could. We're not, we're not asking you not to drink. We're not asking you to drink sensibly. We're just asking you to appreciate what the history of what's going on there. Americans died so that you could guzzle Jack Daniels. Enjoy. <laughs> yes. So rather than rather than and of course we want to be happy that you know rum is back in our in our lives because then you can like have a rum and coke in the summer or some such nonsense. Anyway, uh, yes, we have. Well, that's that. That was, This is all true. That wasted ten minutes. Uh, Wonderful. So, uh, sh- let's see. Do you have the ta- section tags or uh, did I think I don't? I didn't get them. Okay, I just mailed them to you, so I don't guess you know you'd probably. They're the, they're the ones from last time. We didn't. They didn't get recorded, so I didn't bother to record any write any new ones. That's okay. I forgive you. You read them. Okay. All right. Anyway, so this is the, we're going to do the popular culture bit, and this popular culture segment is brought to you by Purple Avenger Grape Soda. Check out our Purple Avenger juice boxes containing no less than three percent real juice for the little ones, because it's never too early to be purple. That's Purple Avenger Grape Soda. Remember, with grape flavor comes grape responsibilities. So, um, what do you see on the uh, pop culture front that uh, appeals to you, or? Uh I watched Asian Carter the other day. What did you two th- hour? What did you think of that? I was um, well. She's hot. She is I definitely have, hot. That, I would. I would that cow. That I, and she kicks ass. Oh my god! Would, yeah. Um, I I liked how they blended in the Captain America radio program with the show. I thought that was really cool. All right. Um, I I think it's a good start. No. 
Yeah, I was. Um, it's only it's only a mini series though. It's not a series series. There's only like eight episodes, and that's it. Mm, okay. Um, because of that, you saw a lot of cameos that you normally wouldn't see yeah. if it was like a series series because mm-hmm. people wouldn't sign on for that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, and then I got the Ant Man teaser afterwards, yeah. <laughs> which I don't know what to think. of. I have no idea what to think of it. Other than, is it too late to change the name? I'm not sure what. I'm not sure if that's like. Yeah. I was watching, and I was thinking to myself. I don't think they're going funny. It doesn't look like they're going funny. They may look going wry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. there might be some dry, sarcastic, like Iron Man dry, sarcastic humor, but they're not going funny yeah. at all yeah. from what it looks like. No, this looks like you have been given, you know, this is, you know, this is this is like Batman handing down his cowl to somebody else. I think that's the, that's the basic plot here that we're dealing with. Yeah, I, I uh, guess that Hank, Hank Femme must be... Um, I would assume is Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously they because they called the guy the other name and I was just like I don't know who the who this guy is. That's obviously I'd be Hank Pym, you know. Yeah. But, but unfortunately that means we won't get to see the winsome wasp. But that's that that maybe that's, that's okay cuz she's technically a mutant. That so can you even use her? I mean isn't the wasp? She Yeah. Is is she usable? That's the thing. I don't know. I she's not she, Well, I guess if you can use Quicksilver and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Well, the, should be able to. Well, the Wasp originally was not a mutant, or is the current continuity she's a mutant? In the current continuity, she's a mutant. Oh, yeah. I just can't keep up. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She is a mutant, or as they call them in the Marvel, uh, the what do they call them? The the miracles. Oh, I don't remember Thank the miracles or something. Like I mean, we're in the age of miracles, yes. So it's like it's a miracles. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I just. I just don't know. I don't. I, know. I don't know about it. I I got about I was about halfway through with it, and then something else came up, and I didn't see the rest of it. I found I found the whole I found it a little bit heavy-handed with it. Oh, you're a woman, make me a sandwich, kind of you know tone to it. I I think that that really was maybe because the television it's a miniseries they don't want to, they didn't have time to be subtle. Uh, but you know it's. I think you know. I think it's like if you had one asshole, I think it would be fine. But I think they have yeah. the the fact that they're all assholes, and also you need more women in the cast. She's the only woman in the in the entire group. I think they should be more. You know, it just that that yeah. that's it strikes a, a bad balance. But she well, is, I I think that you also have to realize that the majority of people who are watching it have absolutely no idea what the forties are. Right. I mean, trust me, I teach school. Most of these kids don't have any idea that anything happened before 1990. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, all of this has to be filled in, and you have to understand the sexism that was around at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to heavy-hand it for the first episode, I'm cool with. Okay. But I think that they kind of need to start going away from it now, because mm-hmm. then it'll just be a, a woman in a man's world series, which is not, I think, what they really want. No, no, but she's... I like her a lot, too. I, I do, Oh, my God. She, I couldn't believe they got the same actress. No, she's like... I like... Uh, I thought it was a different actress. I thought it was a different one, too. I mean, can you imagine... How many years has it been since Captain America? Like, six? Four, seven? Four or five. Maybe six or seven. Yeah, it's been a while. It's so, been, I'm, I, yeah. I mean, you got the same... Actress for it, and she still looks great. She's terrific. No, and she's she's she just comes. I don't know. She she comes across as smart. She comes across as like you know very you know. I don't know if that's that could just be acting. <laughs> well, might might I also add, she has a wonderful 1940s woman body. Oh yes. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. It's it's not a it's not a you know it's not a current body. It's it is a no. 40s 
It's a forties. Yes, body. ladies. She's boys and girls. She's got, 40s she's got some some cushion for the pushing. You know what I mean? A forties body had curves. Women had curves yes. in the forties. And if they didn't, they wore clothes to make them look like they had curves. Well, actually, the thing is interesting enough in the forties and the thirties and the forties. Forties because women were working. Uh, the clothes are actually, you know, the design clothes were all very practical and also would tend right. to be flattering for a lot of different figures. You didn't have to be a model to wear, you know, the clothes that they were wearing. Whereas right. actually in the 50s, as we saw with uh, in Mad Men, you know, they had like clothes that really made you look like a little girl. Women, women's right. clothes with the big skirts that flung out like little girl skirts because almost sub, it was almost like a subconscious you know, we want you back in your houses, you know, that kind of thing. You know, put down the riveter and go, uh, you know, put down the rivet gun and get back into the house, get back in the kitchen kind of thing. Yes, thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your moments of, you know, and, and, and oh, you, oh, yes, oh, you black people, too, who had jobs? Sorry. The white people. Yeah. They are, Don't need you anymore, the white, either. The white people are coming home. We, we, can, uh, we have to give them back to the real people. The ones that are still alive are coming back. <laughs> I've an unwounded. So, uh Anyway, so all right, I I I'm going to give it a chance. I mean, I like her, so we'll see what's going. Did you see the? Um, well, I, I let's say I liked it more than the Shield. Yeah. Like the beginning of Shield, I didn't like. Yeah. The first three episodes, I was just kind of like, this is not working. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, it was all centered around the agent that died and then came back. Right. And although he's a great actor and he's fun to watch, he's a side guy. He's a side guy, and uh, he's not a main guy. So, and they tried to add two new main guys, two guys, and they call them the main guys. But it just it felt kind of flat. Mm. And Agent Carter, at least the beginning, felt alive mm-hmm. and exciting. Right. And um, I cared about her. Yeah. And you want her to succeed. You get that exactly. You get that, and that's a that's a good start. That's a for good a start. Series. Did you see The Flash, or did you have anything? I still have not seen The Flash. Right. i got to see The Flash at some point. It's on my list, along with Arrow, which I haven't touched, and Gotham, which God knows. Yeah, I don't know about Gotham myself. I've seen it. <laughs> but The Flash, they ended their half season with a revealed who the man in the yellow suit was. So uh, I'm mm. not going to tell you, because you'll be surprised or not surprised but anyway it'll it it kind of it kind of puzzles me but we'll see we'll see we'll see how they tie this together at the end you know with the rest of the series that they, they right. anyway so uh anything else on your uh pop culture agenda uh you know films coming out or anything that you uh are looking forward to seeing this is well, really I'm going to make sure that I, I stay alive for at least one more year because I have to see Star Wars. And then apparently the next two, depending on how good the next one goes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's good because that keeps me alive for at least six years. Okay, there you go. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. That is plus. That's a plus. Uh, Avengers looks good. Uh, the It looks interesting at least. Yep. Yeah. Apparently they're they're working on the uh, the 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 court the the court case Batman v Superman is um, <laughs> yeah. is 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 still clunking proceeding along at a uh, at a you know it's just uh, slow and painful slow rate. and painful rate oh. rate and they're sort of like trying to I think certain villains are being bandied about I think Brainiac is one of them I think. And I thought they were filming. I think See, they're, they're a, in the process of filming, actually. I think but if they're so bantering around villains and they're filming at the same time, I'm scared. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's the, the they're kind of like doing the um, the cross the cross references. You know, like I don't know. They, I think there's speculation as to who the villains are. So I think they said with filming started, we you know we're kind of like wondering who the bad guy is and things like that. So exactly, exactly. Very, very true. Very true. So anyway, um, going moving on. Did you, anything else on your end? I have a couple of things here. 
No, I, that's that's the only thing that's happened to me. I okay. have a between a between a six year old, a two month old, and um, you know a life. A life. Um, no, unlike unlike the, like the other unlike the other two of the trio who basically spend a lot of their time watching television. Unlike <laughs> you, who lives in a place where you snowed in all the time. Yes, yes, that's true. We've actually it's freezing. It's freezing cold. I'm actually wearing a blanket at the moment as we talk. Uh, I am too, but it's only fifty. Yeah, <laughs> you've you've grown soft since you've moved south, haven't you? <laughs> I can. <laughs> it's kind of nice. You're allowed to. Uh, yes, because I can wear shorts in January. <laughs> Not I am actually wearing shorts right now, but I do have a blanket on because I can't move. Okay. So, anyway, so uh, a couple of things. Um, the announcement has been made that uh, Scarlett Johansson has been selected as the major for Ghost in the Shell. Uh, it has gotten some, some positive and some negative things. Uh, honestly, I think you know if you're going to have someone play uh, the major from the Ghost in the Shell, she's she's the lady to do it. Uh, yeah, I think she's perfect. Uh, perfect I mean, she's choice. Not, other than the fact she's not Asian, I and mean, that's you know, I mean that's that's a whole other kettle that's a whole other kettle of wax fish. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it, it is. Let's let's be realistic. It is an American audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can you could do Asian if you had to, but unless you got Lucy Liu, I don't know who else you'd get. I don't know. Lucy is a little bit. I mean, I, I don't just don't see because Cause, she because you have, but you have to get a star, you have to get a name, right? And there are just aren't a lot of them out there, right? That are you know Asian women that are big names in Hollywood, and that's, I mean, it's it's a sad fact, but at the same time, it is what it is, right? Uh, it was also oh, what's her name? She's done some things, but she's the woman from uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, her name Michelle. Michelle something or other Chen I think she yeah but outside of comic book fans you're just not going to get people to come see her yeah mm-hmm. okay. Scarlett Johansson you're going to get a large swath <laughs> of men who are just going to want to sit there and touch themselves yeah. I mean that's <laughs> and I don't know honestly I I've seen Lucy in in things and I've liked her in things but I don't think I think Scarlett's got the ability one of the things about the major is that there is you know going on there's a lot going on behind the you know behind the face with the major you know she's there's a lot of questioning about her own identity and at least in the at least in the ghost in the shell movie which mm-hmm. i think is they're going to make them they're going to do a, a remake you know, the, the original ghost in the shell movie so there's a lot of questioning and i think she's got the chops to do that you know to to give you the sense of uncertainty or the sense of questioning you know there's a sense of sort of an intellectual or existential Questioning. I don't know if Lucy can do, do existential questioning. Um, that that could be wrong, but I just don't get that. I don't, don't get that sense that sense about it. And the the one thing about moving it out of Japan is that, um, you know, with every the idea that with the universe being everyone's plugged in and so many people like cyborgs and they have everyone has like a little plug that they poke into the back of their neck and they're connected to the internet that way which is only a matter of time you know that i mean that is just it's only a matter of time before the you know the smartphone you know we're, we're connected to the smartphone by a uh you know by a by a by a um by a cable coming out of our spinal column you know that's coming <laughs> you know? oh right that is good yeah, i mean i'm sure i think they're working on that as a matter of fact well they're working on that with like people who have you know people whose arms you know people who've been paralyzed and such and they're trying to like you know see if they can actually you know use the brain to sort of like make their arms move and things like that so i think we've got you know we're we're only you know, maybe 20 years away i won't see it but your your children are going to be wired. You understand that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, okay, let's. Fine. I'll fill you in later. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So, <laughs> so anyway, so there, there is that. Um, I'm, I'm rather excited. The one thing is about the, the whole thing about maybe moving out of Japan is because of, you know, this is supposed to be a very, very, you know, really, really almost, you know, uh, techno world, you know, sort of um, I, I forget the, you know, almost a cyberpunk kind of environment and very futuristic and. I, I, you know, our our roads are falling apart. So I'm not really sure that that's really you know, our roads are falling apart, and you know, you can't get decent cable. So I'm not sure that that really kind of like translates well. But we'll see. I mean, you can, you know, yeah. you can, we'll we'll see what they do. Obviously, she is, you know, I think she's a good choice for it. I I can see the the, the counter arguments to it as well. But I think, you know, life being what it is, um, and and such, I think this is a good choice. We'll see. We'll see how they do it. I mean, the fanboys are somewhat. Some of the fanboys are okay with it. Some of the fanboys are, are not okay with it. But isn't that every movie though? It's, it's every movie. I mean, there were, yeah. there were, you know, that's that's really every movie. Um, uh, a couple of things cross the transom that may not necessarily be popular culture, but I would rather talk about them because they're kind of fun. Um, one of which is kind of interesting. There was a um, the this, this is going to be dead air for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for a couple of seconds. Um, let me just... Leave. Hey, hey, hey! Okay. That's all I got, right, really? That's, <laughs> that's the, the extent of my talent right now. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, there's a scandal at Dartmouth University. Oh. At, at Dartmouth. Over people cheating on an ethics course. Oh, that's just funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just, I was, I was. Hey, I, you know, the funny thing is, is when I started, they were like, well, do you want to take an ethics training? As a teacher, I went, look, one, I already did an ethics class. And two, if I need three hours of training after you hired me, you shouldn't have hired me. <laughs> if I need three hours of, that's bad. Okay. Yes. If, if I don't know the difference between what to do and what not to do, and my judgment is that bad, yeah. why are you putting me in the school? <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. This is from AP, and this was basically posted on the 8th. But because we're the podcast and we have, you know, we, we have an interesting uh, just we have an interesting description on uh, on such. Um, Dartmouth College has charged 64 students accused of cheating in a sports ethics class with violating the school's honor code. That's just funny. <laughs> Ironic. That's ironic. <laughs> and it, that's that's, ladies and gentlemen. Alana Smorset didn't know what she was talking about. That Alana Smorset. This is irony. And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A little too ironic. And yet- yes. <laughs> that isn't it ironic? Oh yes, it is. This oh. is ironic. Yes, isn't it, 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 it is. Isn't it ironic? This it is, is ironic. ironic. If there was a course you're going to cheat on. The ethics class score just seems to be, uh, dear lord, really? <laughs> well, I wonder while the, while they were like planning the to cheat, did, did anyone in the group go, "Hey guys, mm. does anyone else find this funny? Does anyone find this like a little unusual about this whole idea?" Yeah, um, it's it's very strange, but it's like this was apparently a course that was designed to help student athletes, or basically athletes. To pull their grade levels up so that they can get back down the playing field. So, uh. Dart- <laughs> at Dartmouth. Dart- this isn't Florida State. This is Dartmouth. I mean, this isn't even North Florida State, you know, which I think. Yeah. <laughs> North this Florida- is Dartmouth. I didn't even know Dartmouth had a football, football team. team. I- <laughs> 
Why do Why do they care? They're Dartmouth. It's, People don't go to Dartmouth to play football. No, I'm sorry, no. it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Even Yale and Harvard, you know, although they have long-standing football teams, it's just not. Well, that's not why you go. You know, why you go. Well, y- you go to not have to cheat on an ethics test. That's why you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, you're cheating on an ethics test. I just uh, the mind just the mind just giggles. I think that would be the best thing. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Here and here's I'm just going to like throw this in because I just like it was just what I uh, sort of like I read this one and I was going oh you know like all right and this is like you know this this would probably basically you call this you call yourself a scientist moment. <laughs> I might even throw that as a segment as you call yourself a scientist. You call yourself a scientist. Um, the headline is is probably the headline of the year, even though it's like early. Mm-hmm. Nazi era cattle breed just as awful as expected. Huh? In the pantheon of bad farming decisions, resurrecting a Nazi conceived cattle breed seems pretty high up there. End quote. How do you, what do you, what is a Nazi conceived cattle? What are they brand swastikas on them? No, I mean, what they did was. Do they all have a weird hoof that makes Hail Hitler signs all day long? They have a little, How, what, they have a little mustache kind of thing on the front. It's no. just like a little mustache. It's, no. a, it's the Charlie Chaplin mustache in the middle. Yeah, yeah, like, and they didn't want to call it the Chaplin breed. No, no, they didn't want to call it the Chaplin breed. The Nazi cows. Uh, Nazi cows. <laughs> Nazi cows. Oh. That's the sequel to the musical we never finished right <laughs> yes, there. The Nazi cow. Legend of the Nazi <laughs> cow. Yeah, that, that's oh, really. really you, what did you do now? Really? <laughs> what the hell did you do now? <laughs> that would actually be a good. That would actually be the song. What is it? Well, after the sheep, I just moved into cattle. You're like, what the hell did you do now? I moved into cattle. <laughs> I thought they were safer. <laughs> that would be the. That would be the name of the song. I, what the hell did you do now? Yeah. <laughs> the the tagline is really exclamation point question marks exclamation point. Yes. Um. The the half ton. The idea was that the Germans apparently the Nazis were like very were, were like awful human beings and their their awful human being doings extended to the animal kingdom. Uh, what they attempted to do was to re sort of like debreed um, the cattle to recreate uh, what is known as an a u r o c h cattle. <laughs> It's a oh. heck. Actually, called it. They're actually called a heck cattle. A reasonable facility, hardy and Herculean Arak cattle that dated back some two million years prior and roomed and mass all over Germany. No, oh, that sounds exciting. Yes, it was like if they it, they kind of like resemble the. Uh, there's a picture. Uh, they resemble somewhat the cattle from the cave paintings. The uh, the the cat the the cattle on the cave paintings. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that. That's the master race, the cattle in the cave paintings. Well, the idea was that they're going to reintroduce them. The I, I have the nostalgia over you know, before civilization. Before civilization made our cows soft and worthless, we will restore <laughs> the cow to its natural form of the plot and let it loose in the woods. And next on the agenda, velociraptors. Velociraptors. You know. <laughs> and next, we're going to marriage a penguin with piranhas. <laughs> 
<laughs> and sharks with little laser beams in the forehead. <laughs> so they were what they were going to do was like reintroduce this as a as a as a as a breed and throw it out into the primeval forest, which at that point huh. were actually occupied by the Slavic by Slavs. So, you know, of course they were like move people away and then throw these. Out. Now the problem with these cattle. Is, Those poor Slavs. The poor, they get stepped on so often. I mean, this is not fair. No, I mean, hi, I'm a Slav. Whack. What did you do that for? I, just, I, just, it's, I don't know. You said you were a Slav. That's what I do. It just came out of me. I don't know. You know, like, yeah. you know, when you weren't being invaded, you know, when, 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 when the Germans and the Austrians and, and everybody from the West wasn't coming in and slaughtering you, the next thing you knew, the Mongols were coming from the other way. It was like, it's just... It's, it's like when my son says a curse word. It's just, oh, my hand just has this automatic reaction of slapping him across the back of the head. <laughs> so. Shit. Oh, God. Sorry. I, I can't control it. No. So, anyway, the, this gentleman uh, sort of like put... It banged in 2009 and imported a dozen of the so-called Nazi cows from Belgium. And at the time, they, you know, sort of like... Uh, they kind of like put them together, and uh, he started breeding them. But the problem was, is that they turned out to be incredibly dangerous animals. <laughs> the, well, yes, they're Nazis. <laughs> the ones we had to get rid of would have. Been, they turned out to be, you know, one of the reasons that they bred they they bred cattle the way they do. Because a cattle is cattle, you know, beef cattle, and you know, even even dairy cattle—they're big animals. When have you ever heard the term Nazi connected with nice and tolerant, <laughs> or even even placid? Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't work. Does it doesn't it? work. It's like, and this is this gives me. I'm going to quote. This is like, I'm, we're calling him. We're calling him the new Stalin breed. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, here here's my Stalin bear. <laughs> just throw it half his face I, th- I thought he was going to be like a panda, except nice. <laughs> Jesus, God. Well, I named him after one of the worst dictators in history. Yeah. I just thought well, there you go. it would be ironic. It would be ironic. Here we are. <laughs> you know, here's a Genghis Khan piranha. You know what I mean? Just, I have to quote. This is the quote. It's nothing like Nazi humor. It just doesn't die. <laughs> it doesn't All right, die. The... the the farmer, a gentleman named Go, and this is a quote from the modern farmer quote story I'm reading from, the ones we had to get rid of would just attack you any chance they could. They would try to kill anyone. Dealing with that was, no fun at, was not fun at all. They have far away the most aggressive animals I have ever worked with. Okay. <laughs> How did he... <laughs> and they're Nazis. Yeah, they're on not, top of that. On top of that. They're, no, they're just cows. I mean, they're, they're all blonde haired and blue eyed. <laughs> cows. Cows. There's cattle, but they're just like they're. Yeah, you know, we. One of the things they did is they took like they they bred in the uh, the Spanish fight. They used some Spanish fighting bulls as part of the uh, the breeding stock. Oh yeah. And they're yeah. just not the Spanish fighting bulls are not bred for their uh, docility. They're not docile. Well, I hear, I hear that in the next Chick Fil A ad campaign, they're going to be used and they're going to be singing Springtime for <laughs> Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. It's so, gonna be great. Anyway, as we say, move, and we shall be. We shall. Shall we say? Let us move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I say that's our. This is our segment. I do call your. I don't know. It'll happen. It'll come in every now and then. But this one has. As you call yourself a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I like that segment. That's a good one. Um, All right. Anyway. Um, okay. Moving on. Move. Okay. Once again. Move. 
moving on. Uh, we have uh, bring out your dead. Uh, anybody? Bring out your dead. Anybody? Um, anybody? Anybody famous that uh, sort of like went on your way? Dead I've got a semi-famous famous guy. I mean, he's a, you probably never heard of him, but uh, he was in a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, his name is uh, Con Von Fields. All right. And he uh, bred he was Nazi a, cows. No, he, no he's, he's British. <laughs> but um, <laughs> With a Von? Interesting. His name is Con. Oh, okay. What a name, Con. Con. Uh, he he was actually in Star Wars Episode One, Sky Captain, okay. Traveler, Body mm-hmm. Armor. Tomb Raider, Batman Begins, James Bond. He was actually one of. He's always one of the the guys mm-hmm. in the like the the troop of people behind the bad guy. Okay, to be so the bad in, guy, there's guy behind him. Okay, right. But he he was also a Jedi in um, in Star Wars Episode One. But then again, who wasn't a Jedi <laughs> in Star Wars Episode One? Yes, uh, it was Jedi Master Sasid Tatin. <laughs> Um, which, by the way, I didn't even know he was in the movie, but he was. And when I went back, it, sure enough, he's there. Yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, he uh, born in 1972, died 2015, so he actually wasn't that old. It's like 42. 42. Yes, here. Uh, but he was a very, very good. Um, he, he was a very good, not only an actor, but he was uh, a trained martial artist, which is why he was able to do all these films. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was rehearsing in. In London, and this is always the scary part because, especially me doing as many stage productions as I've done in my lifetime, mm-hmm. this is always a fear that this is going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was rehearsing a stage production of Dante's Inferno, and he just collapsed, Ooh. and he was dead. Oh, it, like immediately while during rehearsal, just so bang. just bang gone. And it's it's always a, a hard thing. And um, of course, Dante's Inferno is just this really is. <laughs> I think, strange one to die on. Isn't it ironic? I, I just, I just, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> Should be the irony episode. <laughs> here's, here's anyway. another, here's another slice of irony, ladies and gentlemen. He died about yeah. somebody doing, you know, all right. Ooh. But you know, 42, 42 years old, great actor, still in his prime as far as martial arts was concerned. Yeah, um, just, you know, it's, it's sad to see that, that happen. That's, I am, that is, that is sad. He has a... And he's English too, so he had a wonderful accent. Yes. And he obviously would get, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of, um, you mean an English guy that can actually do martial arts? Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh my God, we'll have him. You know, like we'll have him there. Yes. Mm. Oh my dear. Yeah, that's like we're going to use him for HMS Pinafore. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. <coughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who do you got? You got anybody? Oh, my, my word. Um, I like this is like um, Samuel Golden Jr., who was apparently the son of Samuel Golden. <laughs> <laughs> just passed away, so he did. He was um, he sort of followed in his father's footsteps and produced was emerged. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, he did. He did movies. <laughs> what what movies did he produce? He produced among others, uh, Mystic Pizza, Preacher's Wife, Master and Commander, and of course the most re- most recent one listed here is the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. So he probably was not quite as uh, you know the good. As as, as 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 good as his father was, I mean, it was like you know. What, but on the other hand, he he was. To be fair, he did Mystic Pizza, so that yeah, that that's launched a, Julia Roberts. That's so partial, you can't say that that was no. Yeah, that's a partial. That's, that's actually just a partial filmography list. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, Mystic Pizza sucked, but at the same time, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, you you found her. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Not like you didn't know that she was the sister of Eric Roberts, who was actually a fairly yeah. phenomenal actor. So well, he was. Uh, yeah, he was like Scion of. Scion of Hollywood, a a, a man, uh, you know, a, a, a link to the golden age, you might say. Um, so he had, 
you know, so, but he, you know, he did a few. I mean, the most one was, was Master and Commander, which is actually not a bad film. It's not. Yeah. It's not. But he was like a semi, you know, he wasn't a, a big time producer because he would produce every now and then. So, mm-hmm. you know, so anyway. Well, when 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 your father is the founder of MGM, <laughs> but you know, needless to say, you don't have to work often. <laughs> you just want I like this script. We'll go do it. You know, that's uh, yeah. This sounds like fun. <laughs> sounds like fun. We'll do that. What do you do as a producer? I sit back and enjoy my money. I hired forty-seven executive producers that do everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> that would be the because I'm rich. Because I'm rich. Yes, I am rich. You are not. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. Come again soon. Come again soon. All right. Yeah. All right. So um, we got that going through there. And anyway, so um, anyway, so uh, anything else on your on your transom or anything like that? I did. Um, I did look. Um, anything going else that you? No, um, I got nothing else going, nothing on, going on in life in, at all. In life or in 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 view or anything like that. So anyway, so I guess it's time for bad movie. <laughs> Um, it's a new year, and I decided to have everyone, you know, start off new, and, and, and it's a new year, and Love Guru, I... Why do you do this, Jim? I don't know. You know, that's going to be the tagline of this one. <laughs> the, the tagline's going to be, bad movie. Why does Bob keep doing this to himself? <laughs> Actually, it's kind of, there is interesting, there's an interesting little thing, is that one of the running, well, I, I don't want to call them gags, because they're not gags, Okay. It's, yes, they would have to be funny. They would first. have to be funny to be a gag. This yes. movie is painfully unfunny. I mean, it's painfully, painfully unfunny. It's painfully, painfully, painfully unfunny. Uh, but one of the running sh- pieces of shtick is that uh, Mike Myers, as the Guru Pitka, mm-hmm. in kind of a voice like this, that not always, sometimes he'll drop it to something else, but he will. Push out! It will pull you know. As oh, as I covered that in my book, and there is a book that says, "Stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself." Why are you continue to hit myself? Which I was thinking as I was watching this movie, because stop hitting yourself. I was yes, like, exactly. I, I have some of my notes are stop, stop, stop. Please stop. I, I need to now stop hitting myself. I, That's I, after watching this film. I confess, I have entered into a pact with Satan. Uh, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> and I have flown on a broomstick. Please stop. Uh, anyway, so I have nothing to say to. All right, it's oh god. I, I, I did anyone look at the script? Did anyone look at what was going on? And ben, no, they went. It's Mike Myers, hey Wayne's World, man, and, and Austin Powers. Bring out the love guru to see what happens. Ben, let's be fair. When you saw the Austin Powers script, there was no way it's funny. Yeah, that's true. So you you take a chance on Love Guru, and you hope that <laughs> that the fame and fortune can bring in some cash. And then it's low budget. It wasn't that low budget. It was like sixty million dollars. It was not it was not that well, low budget. Comparatively to like other stuff with big stars, yeah. it's low budget. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's oh my god, it's awful. I mean, it's just awful, awful, great awful, tax write off. Well, obviously, but, great tax write off. The stupid, you know, like. You know, uh, 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 Rabbi. You know, uh, it's all, all the stupid, stupid. St- did I did I say stupid? Uh, yes, very stupid. Did I mention you know like Rabbi Putin? You know, like 
Rabbi Puta and his 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 guru was you know was Rabbi Doug or whatever the hell it was. He was um, uh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley was Rabbi Tug of my Puta. That's about the well, to, that's the level. Fair, well, hmm? Ben Kingsley does some shit. Ben Kingsley basically will every now and then do things for. I mean, he was in he was in the first Blood Raid. I mean, that was when, Ben Kingsley often does things. This is not like a new thing for Ben Kingsley. <laughs> this is, this is, he's like Michael Caine. Somebody calls him if he's free, he's there. I I think he just wants to get out of the house. I, whoever he lives with is like, dude, just get me the hell out of here for a while, yeah, would you? Yeah, no, oh no, oh no, she's 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 on about the drapes again. I gotta go. I I, I gotta get me out of here. Calling his agent, going, you know what? I'll take anything. I, I don't care what it is. I had to play a cross-eyed guru called Tugabayputa. Fine, not a problem. <laughs> I'm in. That I'm sounds in. funny. Okay, yeah. Fine. Yeah, here's the script. I'm, I'm peeing into it. I'm peeing into it. Yeah, fine. That's perfect. No, great. I'll go with it. I'm peeing into a bowl. Okay, a big urn. Yeah, not a problem. I'm good. <laughs> Like, oh god! And the, the disturbing moment where they, you know, they, they're flashing back over Mike, Mike over, the, over the the guru's, the guru's um, past life. So they they computer generate Mike Myers' head on a kid's body. It is very disturbing. Actually, I, the note was <laughs> the note was ah. <laughs> Actually, that's what the note that was ten million dollars of the budget right there. <laughs> it, was a, it was like, why did you do that? You could. I actually think it was Mike Myers like waiting to walk into the producer's office and in, in the studio and go, "Hey, look what we spent ten million on." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this is what you get for thinking Austin Powers was going to suck. Yeah, Congratulations! Okay. <laughs> and they had just amazingly awful stuff. I mean, um, I mean, and and I mean, I mean, okay, Justin Timberlake isn't going to be an actor ever uh he's been in a lot though he's been in a lot of things but it's just like i don't know i, I how he got any more work after this thing was just simply not you know he, oh it's because his name's justin it's, his name is justin timberlake because he wouldn't have got yes. it otherwise uh yeah. but uh i mean it just 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 awful it's like it's like putting diana ross in a movie you know yeah, yeah she's gonna yeah She'll sell some tickets just to see her crash and burn. Yep, yep. That's that's basically the. But uh, the whole thing is like he's like he plays. What the hell is his name? And this is Jacques Grand, Jacques Lecoq Grand, and it's like Jacques Lecoq. It's like all the jokes are stupid, and of course the dwarf abuse. Vern Troyer is uh, just the, the, the dwarf abuse that goes on. Now the one funny scene that was really kind of funny was when they had the meeting in. The co- he's the coach of the hockey. He's the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are playing. Vern Troyer. Yeah, Vern Vern Troyer. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> now I know how they sold it. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't kind of execute well. But yeah. when you think about it, oh, that could be funny. Yeah, but it's actually he's known as Punchercock. Oh, ooh, coach, Punchercock. So oh. Vern Vern Troyer is, and he's got a very high squeaky voice as you as you yes. as you and so. Talking isn't really like a so he's it's not his forte. Well, he's it's whatever. He's like three feet tall. I mean, if that. Yes. I mean, so. Well, I'm not judging. No, I'm no, I'm saying. not judging. It's, it's just so there's a lot of dwarf abuse going on in here with this, and including you know my Myers is always like making jokes about you know like you know I send you back to the Keebler factory and and he and the other thing was stop laughing at your own damn jokes. Okay, just 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 yeah. just stop it. Stop it. I mean, I don't think, you know, I mean, just like, can you imagine Groucho going, ha, 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 I'm so funny. 
I could imagine it, but it wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be funny. No, it would just totally destroy. The I think that was one of George Washington's rules of uh, rules. civility and decent behavior: do not, is don't laugh at yourself. Yeah, don't laugh at yourself. Well, I mean, of course, he said it in a pompous, very arrogant, I, you know, fourteen-year-old way. Okay. You know, can, can, you, can you imagine what a stiff George was? When he was fourteen years old, he wrote those kind of rules for himself. I mean, oh God, my God! I was reading that to my class the other day. They were going, "Who wrote this?" I went, "Oh, that was George Washington. He was your age." He was your age. He was a and stiff. <laughs> We elected him twice. Elected I'm just saying. Twice. Let me put it this way: like you know, now the thing, now the thing that I, thinking about that, it's which kind of makes it kind of interesting is that when he got to Yorktown and saw that the British, that the French had cut the uh, the British off in Yorktown, he basically like threw his hat up in the air and started dancing a jig. Yeah, <laughs> which could kind of like. Yeah, I think he's kind of happy. We won. We won. We won, we won the war. We won. So, um, though I let me let me just say two things. I liked John Oliver. His name Dick Pants was not a good name. Uh, right. And also, there was like interesting. There, there must have recruited the Daily Show was to watch us. His well, these guys are going to be desperate for work because they also had. Uh, um, oh, what's his face? The guy that just uh, is going to take over for. Um, Colbert. The Colbert. Yeah, Stephen Colbert yeah. is in it as a as as a rather demented uh, hockey announcer. His bit works. You know why his bit works? Yeah. Because it's short. He also doesn't laugh at himself. No, he's very good at that. That was, that's like his forte. Playing absolutely insane things, completely straight. Let's just say this: what over eight or nine was it? Eight or nine years? But over eight or nine years, the Colbert Report. They actually have a clip on YouTube of every time he has laughed at his own joke. Yeah. It's only three minutes long. Yeah. That's it. Nine years, Nine years. three minutes. Yeah. So, meantime, if you did a clip of uh, the Love Guru, if Michael Myers laughing at his own joke in the in the Love Guru, uh, he would be um, it would be pretty much the same length of the movie. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, so they have uh, it's just it's just awful. The, I mean, like I said, the dwarf, the thing where actually where they they have the meeting, the, the dwarf is the coach of the hockey team. The hockey team, the the Toronto Maple Leafs, are in the Stanley Cup Finals with the L.A. Kings, which will never happen in a million years because the Toronto Maple Leafs are run by idiots. Uh, kind of like the Mets, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, they're the same kind of. They they are they are a team that used to win, and then they haven't in a hundred years. So, yeah, it's almost like they're produced by Max Bialystok. Yeah, opening same, day, closing day. Gigs, opening day, closing day. Yes. So he's having a meeting in. There's a he's getting an angry meeting in in Vern the co, the coach's office and the coach's office is actually to the scale of Vern Troyer, so everyone's like bent <laughs> over and that was that was funny that, that was watching everyone sit there that was the pilot for the film <laughs> that was like that probably, we just shot that scene you shot, I think that was the thing you shoot that scene you go this is going to be terrific because this is really kind of funny. Everything else is just painful. This, this stupid idea with the, he's he's riding around in this cart that may, I don't know. It's just it's it's a real you know like all these little yep. ah! let's, just, let's just say a minute and thirty second bit. Yeah, stretch it out to two, an hour and a half. Yeah, when you stretch it out to an hour and a half, it's it's really hit or miss. Yeah, most of the time it's miss. Most of the time it's miss. And, and let me you know like. How many, how, you know, and all the nut shots. Everyone, like, all sorts of nut shots were, like, really yeah. not funny. Yeah, and exactly. And uh, I mean, now I, I'll, I'll give uh, Jessica Alba credits for being pretty, but 
Um, yes, but I don't think she had anything to do with that. (laughs) But she's, she's pretty and I liked looking at her, but she would open clean living. I'm sure helped, but you know, she would open her mouth and all my, all my affections would like fly away. (laughs) Most of the problem I have always had with Jessica Alba. She opens her mouth and you're just like, yeah, never mind. Oh no, no, never mind. Where's Scarlett Johansson? Where's Scarlett Johansson? Now, uh, actually she opens her mouth. Everyone goes, Oh yes. Yes. Keep talking. Keep talking. You know what you're saying. All right, but so Love Guru. Love Guru. Yeah. I just, watch, don't watch, do unless not, you really want to hurt yourself. Don't watch this unless you really hate yourself. And so in, in, the, in, the, in the words of the Guru Pitka, do not watch this, this lump of elephant dung, because it would mean that you hate yourself. <laughs> and you hate yourself, you cannot love anyone else. You can't uh, even yeah. love yourself as much as you try with your hand. Ha, 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 ha. That's about, that is true. That's about that the level true. of the uh, the including the laugh at the end. <laughs> I, I do want to I do want to mention one thing okay. before we finish up. All right. I did see on Christmas Day. I saw Into the Woods. Okay, how was that? Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I like the show. I'm not as fa- big of a fan of Sondheim as a lot of other actors are. They yeah. like think that he's the second coming of Christ, but he, he's you know he's kind of hit and miss okay. too. Um, Let's just let's just say I could do without a little night music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Merrily we roll along. I just yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's there's Sweeney. There's Into the Woods. There's Company, and then yeah. and, there's, and, um, and then there's like basically the his version of Titus Adrenicus. Uh, yeah, yeah. A funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Yeah. Uh, which which Zero Mostel like saves that show. Mm-hmm. It's you need- otherwise it's just not funny. Yeah. Um, needless to say. Um, I, I, they, they deleted, I think three songs. Mm-hmm. The reprise of agony was really the one that I missed the most. Okay. And the reason normally I don't remiss, uh, I normally I don't miss the reprise of agony mm-hmm. or reprise of agony. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's very funny, I, I didn't think I was going to miss it, but if you go for no other reason mm-hmm. than to see, see the new captain Kirk, Singing agony while ripping his shirt off at the top of a waterfall. Go for that, because that's funny. <laughs> and he acts the entire. You would think he was the second coming of William Shatner. He acts the entire movie like William Shatner. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I have never laughed so. Every time he was on stage, the, the movie's great, but every time he was on screen. Mm-hmm. I could not help myself from laughing. It was so fun. Um, and not to mention, I was next to my friend Amy and my wife, who were both, I'm pretty sure, having orgasms at the exact same time when he came on screen. Yeah, so, okay. Which, by the way, made me a very excited person. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. This is Can, amazing. Okay. Let's watch this again afterwards. Let's, let's see. Um I all of a sudden I turned into my son going, can we turn it on again? I, 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 I know it just I, ended, but I want to watch it again. Again? Again, and the children are asleep? Again? <laughs> yes. Again? Again, make it darker in here. I don't want them to know what I'm doing. <laughs> but needless to say, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal film. I, I really did enjoy it. It has, its, it has its drawbacks, but as far as like screen musical adaptation, I thought they did a very good job. Okay, great. All right. Anyway, so okay. Well, we've done an hour, and we're ongoing for the new year. And with any luck, this has been recorded. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's 
it's recorded twice so far, and it didn't show me, like, you know... I'm, One of these days we're going to reminisce about the lost episodes that never got published because they got deleted. They were before. so good. Yeah, they were. Was, God, those were... <laughs> those were the we funny... We were so funny. We, we could have been famous with those episodes. Right? We would have had a billion listeners at the yeah, end of that yeah, podcast. Yes, but no. Who, no, look out. How did this, get, how did this get made? Hardcore history. Stand aside. <laughs> this world is ours. And Carlin, you are coming down. Alright. Well, it's been fun. This is the enemy below. And this is Bob Yours and Peace Love Shun and I. Happy New Year and proud of you. And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A little too ironic. And yeah, I really do think. It's like red.